welcome to the Snap Foo Podcast. My name is Jay Wang, aka Justin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kaima, aka Kin. Kaima, how are you doing today? Uh, not bad at all. Hey, uh, Justin, what is Howard the Duck's favorite snack? He's a duck, so he probably likes to eat... Quacker oats? Quackers. <laughs> Quack, okay, I was close. <laughs> Good wordplay there. Okay. If you're new here, SnapFoo is a podcast about Marvel Snap, the 2022 mobile game of the year. It's the game we all love to play, watch, and have engaging discussions around. And that's why Kaima and I are here today. We dive into anything and all things related to Marvel Snap. Now, before we begin, please remember to give us a like and subscribe, a rate and review, but most importantly, to just enjoy the show. Now, hold on. I need to go back to the joke, so I have to make sure to recognize every single week you come on here, you think of a witty thing. I sometimes don't get it. Sometimes I do get it. My son likes listening to them. He liked your, <laughs> um, what was it? Devil Dinosaur Tyrannosaurus Wreck. All right. So the the quacker one will be a good one too, because he he likes eating quack or quackers. <laughs> well, I'm glad <laughs> somebody enjoys oats. it. Um, but yeah, we you know aside from all the jokes, we've had a very very busy week here in Snap. We have a new card, a new location, a balance patch, of course. Uh, but before we dive into that, I want to recognize or have, if in case you missed it there was an, a very important event that took place t- that's today. So we're recording this on a Thursday night, May 15th. And that is, it was uh, Second Dinners was celebrating their fifth birthday. Fifth anniversary, if you would. Happy birthday, Second Dinner. And there was a, a Twitter post, which I'm going to share here. And so at the left side for um, audio listeners is how it started. It's a picture of Ben Brode in Hamilton in uh, presumably Ben Brode's living room because <laughs> we've talked about this on the pod before uh, where his wife was very happy to to get them kicked out and when they finally got their money to lease the new office space. But until before they ha- reached that step, they... We're working out of his house, and then it's followed by the picture of where they are today. And the, it's a collage of uh, looks like some social gatherings, some just internal team photos. Everyone happy, everyone smiling. They're all together. They're doing presumably well, they're, on, the picture on the left looks like they're making sandwiches. Yeah, it looks like uh, team like, building yeah. events and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Or, or I was gonna say, what's it called? Like a food drive situation maybe yeah but they're these are things that they do to that good companies do for their good employees to give morale uh to encourage or to promote um what's the word i'm looking for make everyone happy people happy employees i'm gonna improve like Company morale, yeah, are gonna make, uh, bring their best foot forward in the work environment and give you a good product, which is the game that we all enjoy. So, 
Um, yeah, I just wanted to say happy birthday. So if they they needed to take that dive and start their own thing and make this game that is very addicting and fun. Yeah. So happy birthday to to second dinner. Happy birthday. Now, uh, okay, so let's let's just dive into the new card. Okay, that new card is Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is a one-cost, two-power card whose ongoing ability is tap this to see the top card of your deck. So it sort of works like all the other cards that have other cards behind them, like... Um, Dr. Doom or Sentry who has the white behind him. So if you tap Howard the Duck, there's a secondary card that's sort of like shift to the right and that's the next card on the top of your deck. Yeah, so before Howard the Duck, I would never tap the cards on the playing field like to emoji or to do this look behind thing. Right. It took me... I was um, expecting a different user interface to see the top card because you don't you have to like kind of what's it called it's it's two taps to see it. you tap hard once and then you have to tap the edge or the corner of the behind card to see the top card right i i kind of know my deck well enough that i know what it is so i was just gonna say <laughs> but after you have the same like four or five cards like you can see the cape of doc dr doom yeah like i know what or you is. can see like um I've noticed his subtle details of who is it. It's like Wave, it has a spear. Yeah. And I can see the, the tip of the spear without having to... And I know what a rock looks like. Right. But PSA, just just tap it anyways, because you don't want to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So I, I also, uh, after reluctantly saying or I wasn't going to buy him, I ended up buying him because it looked fun, and mm-hmm. it I got maybe a little bit FOMO. But it ended up being... Quite a useful mechanic to determine if I was going to stay in the game or not, like with Iron Lad or, or Jubilee. Yeah, he's such a great card. Like, even knowing how your hand's going to play out without those cards um, is great. And then adding Jubilee and Iron Lad to the mix, you can guarantee pretty much what the next card is. You can drop that for Jubilee and pull out the Infinite uh, just by tapping on the duck. So yeah. the only the only thing you have to keep in mind is if you get rocks shuffled into your deck, it's it won't be the next card that you tap. Yeah. You and have to always uh you'll have to tap again basically to see what what order the deck shuffled the the rock shuffled your deck in. Yeah. Because it changed. Yeah. So like I've had games where I put down Jubilee thinking of Fallout Infinite, which is a twenty power you- card. And then they play chord, which drops rocks, or rock slide, and then he pulls something completely different. Usually a rock. Oh, so even <laughs> on the same turn you check, but because they flipped first. Right, they flip first, they shuffle your deck, and then you get something entirely different. Yeah, that's an interesting way to counter Howard the Duck. Just like constantly shuffling rocks into people's decks. Right. And then I've had other people just blow him up with Killmonger. They don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, so there was one turn I tried they same thing like they I flipped first right and I and um I didn't check right away 
Then they flipped Killmonger. Right. But before the animation went off, okay. I was trying to tap on <laughs> Duck yeah. to see what it would be. Yeah. But it was, I think the game recognized, gone. even though the animation didn't happen yet, yeah, that gone. he was going to be yeah, a destroyed card. So yeah, so the pro tip is your if he ever is like even during the flipping of cards, if like he's the first card flipped and there's six other cards to be flipped, tap him right away. See, like make sure you can see because you might get killmongered on the last card and then you waste. Yeah, just in case. Although I'm not sure, does it block you? Have you try that? What? Can you use? Can you tap on? So say like six cards were played, three your side, three their side. Right. As soon as he's flipped up. And, and while the others are flipping, can you tap and see what's going on? Can oh. to, the, or does does the whole thing have to play out before he can? That that's a good question. I feel like you can tap it, but I'm not entirely sure. You just play a game right here on the side, and I'll test it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but other anyways, than... that, yeah, these are these very subtle things, uh, rare occurrences or edge cases. Yeah. That, but it's useful to know if you're going to spend 6k on the card, you want to maximize your, your benefit. And also to know that it is an ongoing ability, so Enchantress can stop it, Rogue can oh, steal it, and point. Um, Super and Skull Sauron. can copy it. Yeah. Oh, Super Skull, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you play Super Skull, it's like, hey, I have that ability too. And uh, Onslaught does nothing to it. You can't see two cards. <laughs> <laughs> There's not, you don't, your top card does there's not two top cards in your deck there's that's funny no yeah it's 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 good so there's obvious synergies with iron lad and jubilee right and um wait what about with uh chavez so have you played decks where she so obviously she starts at the bottom but then if right. uh rocks got shuffled yes she'll end up at the top uh no, it's like she could be at the top, but if rocks get shuffled, she basically, like your whole deck gets shuffled. So she yeah, now so Shavis she can could, be anywhere now. Yeah, including the top. Including the top, yeah. But then, and then if you have Howard, that means you'll see every time you check, Chavez will be there until uh, you draw her. Well, no, every time, yeah, every time you check, no, she won't be at the top. Like if she is the next card to be drawn because your deck got shuffled, then yep. Chavez will come out next, right? And then so far... No, she far. comes out on turn 6. Uh, but I'm saying, okay, so let's say okay. turn 1. Turn 1 core oh, okay, shuffle, you shuffled you. So now Chavez is at the top. Right. But she won't and play in this turn. So I guess they'll just move the next card. So then how are the ducks useless then? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, is that what will happen? Is I haven't that had that... Just... I don't really play Chavez, so I haven't had that scenario. I was playing Chavez a little bit, but I couldn't. Um, <laughs> trying to get it had, I think it did happen to me like on turn four, and I kept forgetting to check or recheck afterwards on other turns. But that's another like again edge case. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the game was just draw the next card, right? Instead of Chavez. Second draw. It was second from the bottom. That's what what you would always do, right? And that's why Yondu would always kill Chavez because right. she would be stuck at the top. Uh, at the big, yeah, like not sorry, it would be stuck at the top on a normal shuffle, not because of rocks. So now at least it's only um, 
if there's no disruptions to your deck, that should this will never happen. It's just if a shuffling event occurs. Yeah, but like overall, he's a he's a fun card to have. Power of the deck, right? Even just like with cube management. Like turn five, they snap. Like, what do I have next? Should I even stay in this game? And it's like rock. It's like forget it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just leave. Yeah, it's like a one in seven chance. Yeah, but now you know getting right? your card. But yeah, you can you know for sure. Yeah, I think it's this kind of intel gathering is better than. Uh, it's different, but I think it's better than the what Kang brings. Yeah, for sure. And Kang doesn't cost and Kang costs five and not one. And he goes away. Right, it goes away and so it's no stats. Power <laughs> at least lets you keep some. Could steal a lane with him. Okay, so it's uh, it's a good card. Then it's not um, it's not a snow guard. No, it's not. Like it's it's quite a you know playable card. Um, yeah, like knowledge is key in this game. But I mean, what you do with that knowledge is up to you, right? Yes. Well, it's it's just like instead of taking the chance, the one in three, if it's the turn five, turn yeah. six, now you know a hundred. You know, for thirty percent of the time, you'll know a hundred percent whether or not you want that card, yeah. versus just thirty percent, one in like thirty-three percent, just guessing, just hoping. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's. So there was that. That was the new card we had. We'll talk about the patch, but we'll quickly also before that touch on the new location. Uh, uh, it was the hot location. It was the Milano. Right. And Milano is reads turn five is the only turn that cards can be played here. And quick take before we dive in, maybe we'll just I know this one, but both because of the encyclopedia and also because of Guardians. But the Milano is the name of the ship. Right. That the Guardians have used to travel the universe. Yes. And this effect of the location sort of ties into all the ability cards, ability of the Guardian cards. Right. Knowing that you're going to play only here. Or no, that's not only here. You you can... It's the only... The, you can only play there on that turn, so very likely you will... Yeah, unless you want to leave the location Half empty. Time. Right. So if you're playing the Guardian of the Galaxy deck, who uh, abilities increase their power if you play a card here, this would be a good spot to drop them all. Because most likely in turn 5, they're going to put all the cards here. Yeah, I've, it was like I came across a lot of that, like Gamora yeah. was the obvious one, or uh, Rocket and Star-Lord together. So that's what I, I made my deck to be more movement based right so yeah and again it worked out you can play no, Dr. Doombots in there right White Tiger can go in there randomly Jeff is a good candidate to move cards in there um yeah like for that feature location and like I I've been playing like this Modoc Hella so I it didn't really matter for me. I wouldn't play cards there anyways. Yeah, okay. So, um, But if you're playing like a normal deck, especially like 
a Hitmonkey deck where you're trying to get cards out, it's annoying to have to like put everything there on turn five. Yeah. Well, you don't have to play there on turn five. It's, it's like you that's the only. But right, you you need that space because yeah. you're uh, a zoo deck that wants to play like seven cards on the last turn. Right. And now so you can't. You need those. Yeah, you need those four spots. <laughs> and also, like I Kitty think... Pride can't go back in there. Yeah, Kitty Pride's a whole other. <laughs> like we should talk about Kitty Pride. I think we missed out. There were two new cards this week. There was Howard Duck and there was Kitty Pride. Yes. So we'll we'll talk about her when we go through the patch, maybe. Yeah, sounds good. Um, no, like overall, like these locations that, like, what's more annoying, the location where like the game plays the card for you, or the locations that you cannot play them in except for the restrictive conditions? I don't mind just both equally like annoying and terrible. I mean, like, cards can't be played here. You can sort of work around. I think a lot of people play at least one or two move cards or cards that have cards that appear on the other side. Um, but for, like, when the game takes over your hand, there's nothing you can do about that, right? There's no strategy you can go with that. So that's annoying. Um, the other location I hate is Mindscape, which turn five cards cost one more. Ah. So it screws yeah, up yeah. my combo. So unless you have, <laughs> like, Electro out, that kind of messes up everything. Um, yeah, like, locations, like, you can't play here um, is fine, because you can get cards in there. You can move cards in there. You can make cards appear in there. But just remember, if you play Mysterio, one of those Mysterios won't be in there, because you can't play cards in there. And he counts as played. Right, that's the difference between added and played. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd rather be able to control a situation rather than not have control. Yeah, I'm thinking for me, after asking that, what's my preference? I guess I don't like, yeah, I don't like it not being able to play in it at all. So you'd rather have the random card? Yeah. <laughs> Because we're both subject to the random. Right. Um, versus I have uh, one third of the board taken away from me because the game developer said <laughs> this is just going to be a type of location. Yeah, you're lucky if it's just one third. Oh yeah, so there was, I had a <laughs> game well, there's um, the location that turns into a new location after turn four. Yeah. So it was like uh, what was it called? The Space Throne, right. I think. Okay. And then Mil Milano, and then Milano again. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only play one card, and then the rest of the cards you only play turn five. Oh, I should have taken a screenshot of that. Yeah, it was something like that. It was just some, just the, the, again, the restrictive location plays. Uh, no play, nowhere to play. It's like, okay, I'm, yeah. I, I downloaded a card game so I could play my cards, not to just <laughs> look, 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 look at them in my hand. Yeah. Anyways, that, that's one of the two new locations this month. The next one, another new location which hasn't been revealed or hasn't been in, in play yet, but has been re revealed to be called Deep Space, which is card text is disabled here. Hmm. 
That one presumably will be a hot location maybe next week or the week after. Right. And at least you can play in it, but as soon as you do, whatever words you have on your card don't matter. Yeah. So it's like a combination of... It's every text line. It's not even this ongoing or on-reveal. Yeah, it's just like a no-ability card. Does that mean Jeff can't move? It's disabled. Oh, like once you play a move card in there, that card can no longer move because it's disabled. Right, but can that, Jeff move? Like Jeff move can't move, into right? it or move out of it? And Like out of it because his text is disabled. Or, well, I mean, nobody can move out of it, not just Jeff. Yes, because his text is gone. Yeah, because his text is nothing can stop Jeff from moving or being played. Except the location. No, but then it is Jeff. <laughs> Because he's not really Jeff anymore. He's just a shark. Because his text is gone, right? Yeah, I read it as the location is the first priority. Or is the highest priority. I think, like, once once you get a... Like, if you played Mr. Negative, I don't know why you would do this. Or not Mr. Negative. Um, that's the one that takes zero? <laughs> like, if you played zero Jeff. I've never done that before, but... Can you not move anymore? Correct. Okay. Yeah, you're basically like zeroing everything in that location. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You by playing into it. Yeah. Or moving into it, I think too. Um is that what it is? Is this a Yeah, card text, text is just disabled, disabled here. Yeah, so, so if you move into it, play into it, or uh, get added into it. Right. After it flips face up, then then people are gonna like play Patriot, I guess. Yeah, and you can play cards like Red Skull, um, or Typhoid yeah, with Mary, no, with no downside. Yep. Or a Tuma. Tuma doesn't get blown up anymore. There you go. Yeah. Broke the game. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's well, okay, I guess. It's important to, so I was going to, like, we'll close out, or the the whole purpose of these, like, hot locations is to force people or encourage people to try new deck ideas, bring mm-hmm. to the surface maybe uh, something that hasn't been seen because of how the meta is going. Right. And if you can have a deck ready to go when you know that this location is coming... It can be quite beneficial to you. That's how I basically scan my way to infinite. <laughs> is the perf the perfect storm of like patch changes, the location, the cube system. Yeah. Everybody's still just trying to figure it out, and I said, "F it, I I need to get my I can't wait till the last day again. I get, <laughs> get my get my get my stuff together here." So. So let's talk about the patch. You can, uh, I'll let you open with Kitty Pride. She's back. Yes. You were the part of the original purchasers or buyers of Kitty Pride, and I believe you even got to play with her, or no? I yeah, can't I got to play <laughs> a like, couple of games for like, with her for like two games. <laughs> yeah, a couple of games with her, and uh, well, now she's back. Her ability is a little bit changed. So before, uh, you would have to manually put Kitty Pride back into your hand. Um. 
I mean, that caused a little bit of problems with the way the game worked, so now she automatically returns to your hand at the start of the next turn. Uh, and then she gets plus two power every time that happens. Um, yeah, and, now, and everybody got her for free. Now everybody gets her for free, and everybody's playing Kitty Pride. Well, you 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 had to have a Marvel Snap account as of like, like the patch day. Yeah, I actually for, knew for somebody listeners. who who started Marvel Snap like <laughs> like today this morning. No, no, the day before like uh, oh. Kitty Pride came out, so they got them for free. Perfect. Good a day later, no Kitty Pride for you. Good um, for them. But yeah, she's she's fun. They fixed her uh, interactions with like the collector before like collector wouldn't power up. So collector gets plus one power for every card that returns to your hand, not from your deck. Um, and she wasn't powering up before. So now every time you play Kitty Pride, collector gets plus one. You play Kitty Pride, collector gets plus one. And now if you play Beast on her, so Beast returns cards into your hand at like one less cost, she becomes a zero cost card now. Which wasn't the okay, case so that's before. Proper, okay. Yep. So now you can play. If you do that, now you have zero Kitty Pride, zero, 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 and you can play her for free. Admittedly, I didn't start using her till after I got to Infinite. Okay. Uh, she is fun. Right. But I wish she wouldn't always come to my <laughs> hand because on turn six, uh, I want. Like, after turn five, I just want her to stay on the board. I don't want her... Because then on my turn six, I can't play her in a six-cost card. I have to play her in a five-cost card. Right. Unless you, like, somehow play Sentinel and fill up your hand. Yeah, so then I was reading or listening to other uh, content creators, and there were some scams or tricks to yeah. get her to stay on the board. <laughs> yeah. So one is the fill your hand. Right. Like a moon girl or some sort of, like... um. What is it? There's the location that if you you get a zero cost six power card. Yeah. Um, just some something to fill your hand to fill it to seven, and then she'll stay on the board. Yeah, like Although, play um play a card here, copy it to your hand. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. And then like like a fringe case where you can somehow play her and Professor X together on the same turn. Oh, interesting. But she doesn't leave then. No, because oh. Professor X holds her. So that that could technically be a way of stopping her too, right? But you would have to guess. Oh yeah, for you, yeah. I mean, there's a better way to stop her that isn't so fringe. You just play Wave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you just Killmonger her. Right, you can stop her that way. Um. Yeah, because yeah, sorry, his effect will take off before she's returned to the deck. Obviously, yeah, yeah to the hand. Yeah, because she comes back at the beginning, but not as she gets blown up. So, but other than that, she's pretty fun. Just getting like random power, plus collector, plus bishop, who gets plus one for every card you play. Yeah, and Angela. I've seen a lot of Angela with oh, her yeah. too. Cause... Because Angela gets the boost, but doesn't occupy the card space. Right, and you just keep playing her. Angela gets powered up, Kitty goes back. Angela gets powered up, Kitty goes back. And it also stops Nebula, too. Oh, yeah, from, from gaining on her. <laughs> you yeah. just keep playing her in the Nebula spot all the time. I mean, it's, it is fun, 
But I, I still can't get over the fact that there's... Wave basically just shuts the door on it. And if I know yeah. that I'm playing against that, well, then you, you should just... Especially on turn five, you have to you have to retreat. You can't. There's no way that you're gonna win. I mean, if they're I playing, mean. if they're playing wave. They're probably playing Galactus, anyways, right? No, you just play wave, and then on your turn, you play like your big card because you you know that you're playing wave. Oh, you like fill, you fill your board like a doom on turn six. Yeah. But you, you've already filled your board knowing that you're going to uh, only play one card in the last turn, whereas the Kitty Pride player is like loading up wanting to play this, their seven cards on the last turn. Right, and they just got waved. And then they can't. They just play... Ah. Your 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 Kitty is like maybe 10 power, yeah. right? And then you just play down her in one spot in that game, right? Yeah, it's like playing Sandman, right? Yeah, it's like a better Sandman. Because <laughs> she only costs three. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm yeah, I'm really like high on wave right now. Wave was part of the bat batch changes which we will touch on. Uh the cards that were adjusted, but uh in reading, you know, some of the other um highlights for, for the patches, there was some quality of life, if you would, additions to the game around the cosmetics of the deck. And that specifically is you can have a card for each deck now. You can ha you can pick a card back and an avatar. Yeah. So like even the way you select your cards now is like a like a reel you have to like slide across. Yeah, like carousel. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if I like that. And then in the carousel, you don't have to go to the sub menu to change. Yeah. You can just change it in the main screen, which is nice. But I. What I was, um, I'm not a fan of, like, it reset, I think, all <laughs> by default, everything to the, def like, the original generic black uh, ski mask wearing dude for right. all of my decks. Right. So you have to, like... And I'm too lazy to, like... Oh, no, it was just my new decks. My old decks still have... Okay, it was just my new decks. Any new deck, I guess I'm too lazy to change them individually. I know, like with the way the patch worked when the when the patch first hit, um, it had to change your current deck to the first deck in your list. So a lot yeah. of people got like bamboozled after playing the patch. They're like, what the heck is this? What deck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that was the only way to get the patch out. So um, I don't really customize decks. Right now, I'm still working on my way to infinite, so I haven't had time to like mess around with customization and stuff like that. I've just been trying to play out games. Yeah, I don't care for it. I, like, I don't have a troll deck where I'm gonna, <laughs> if I'm gonna play Hulk and She-Hulk and all the green characters, I'm not gonna pick my green card back to match you. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. And I don't know if I even have a lot of the card backs. I didn't start hitting infinite till recently. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, for the people that like it, it's nice. I like. Were were there players out there before this change that would go through the hassle? Like, I'm playing the green deck. I'm yeah. gonna make it green. Okay, I'm bored of green. I'm gonna go play my blue deck. Oh, but I have to remember to change my thing to blue before I play the blue deck. 
I think so. I think there are some. I I know there are some players that like wanted this feature. So I mean, for those players, cool. For yeah. me, like I don't I don't really matter, like what, like the card back looks like per se, or right. like what my tagline is. I guess. Yeah. Same. Yeah. But you know, it's a quality of life change, and you know, it's not a bad change. So cool. Now, um, another change that happened with the patch was the series drop. Right. And up until this point, it's, it was a very predictable or very pattern approach to which cards uh, were going to drop to which series. It was just basically a matter of time. After, like I think, three months have passed, the, the old Series 5 cards go down to three. And uh, I think two months is five to four. Uh, but this time around, they've switched it, or Second Dinner has, right? and has announced that certain cards uh, will be staying in Pool 4 and will not be dropping. And those cards are? I'm going to share. I forgot to share when we started talking. So, uh, Darkhawk and Null are staying in 4. Uh, and the ones that are dropping... From 5 to 4 is Master Mold, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, and Nimrod. Right. So they'll cost 3,000 tokens. Yeah. And I, I bought Master Mold. <clears throat> I thought he would be fun, but he's like, he's okay. He's kind of gimmicky. Yeah, you can work around him, kind of. Um, and then from 4 to 3 is Sentry, Silver Surfer, Dazzler, Shadow King, Sauron, and Ghost. Wow. Um, so so these are the cards that you'll get for free yeah. once a month, or you'll also, uh, like, like in my case, I was able to open them with good odds in my chests. Yeah, I think the best ones in this list are Silver Surfer. And then, yeah, if you don't already have them. And then Sauron. And Sauron has some functionality, although it, like Red Skull, Shuri stuff is all donezo now, but still, <laughs> yeah. he... Yeah, Dazzler, Shadow King, Ghost, like, uh. I really like Sentry, though. Like, the Sentry Viper play. So Sentry is a 4-cost 10-power card that drops a negative 10-power on the right side. But then, so what I like to do is on turn 6, I'll drop Sentry, and then I'll drop Viper on the right lane. So Viper will kick a card over, and if it's the only card, they'll, she'll kick the Void over. So your opponent will now have a negative 10-cost card. Yeah, that's a good combo. Yeah. And that wave shuts down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of these plays now. Okay, sorry. I'll, just, I'll have to save it for the wave section. But the, the, the other big thing, or maybe a lot of uh, free to... Or players that are not spending or don't have a lot of tokens to spend or have to be very, very careful on what they do spend on. Right. Uh, with... Now, Dark Hawk and Null staying in Series 4. That's instead of being free or like uh, opening, like high, higher chance of opening in a chest, now that card is still going to be 3k tokens. Right. And it's not a coincidence that they chose the good cards to stay in Series 4. Yeah. Like, like Ghost what? didn't stay. <laughs> Shadow <laughs> it wasn't King like didn't Go stay. Yeah, exactly. Shadow King and Ghost, it, and then they down or demoted Dark Hawk and Null. So. Yeah. Um, 
It I sucks mean, for them. Yeah. I was ex- See, I have no pins, right? And I was expecting Nell to go down. Um, but now Nell didn't. So, so it's like a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks. But then, like... Now I know, like I can spend the three, th- I can spend the three thousand tokens comfortably if I want. No, knowing that, like the next day he'll be free, right? So, um, yeah. I remember I I bought null. I remember now. I bought null right when from five to four happened. Right. So. But now, like after, so that was about probably like three months ago, two months ago. Yeah while ago i feel like i did it last year no maybe not um anyway so now like i'm you're paying the same price as the people that got to play null for the last two months yes because the second editor said no we're keeping null here yeah so i yeah it's like it's double-edged like as a player who bought Null early you don't feel bad because not everybody gets it for free um and yeah it sucks that you can't get null for free or open them in a chest but at least you know like if you spend that three thousand Everybody else is spending three thousand to get null as well, unless you open them randomly. So it's not like, oh, do I spend three thousand now or do I wait until they're free? I don't know what to do. And then you get, you know, buying paralysis. So I don't know. I don't know really what to think about this. I think it's, um, it's obvious what they're doing here. Mm-hmm. Secondary, that means. I mean, like, they want people to spend money. To buy tokens, to buy the better cards, right, and not give away the good cards for free. Yeah. And then the the cards that are borderline like playable slash really bad, they'll like yeah we'll whatever toss them into a bag <laughs> and give them give them away as like loot bags. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, like if you gave me a snow guard for free, I'd like can can you turn this into credits instead? You know. Right, and then that leads to the question: like, why not just launch it as a four season series four series three? That's a good question. Instead of trying to rope people into spend, regrettably spend money, yeah, six thousand tokens money. <laughs> just try it out. So maybe why not with the other cards? Maybe we'll start seeing Shadow King decks or Dazzler decks. Mm, no, you won't. <laughs> um. Or yeah, or you just won't. Yeah. If Shadow King could wipe the whole board, that'd be good. Yeah, or not like not just the lane. Yeah, or just like your opponent's side. You know, that's what I'm sorry. Your opponent's side only their whole board. Whole board, or I think a whole board would be OP. But like their lane at least, right? Not both lanes. You know. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, so that's um, some highlights, but general updates. Let's see. We'll go in order what it has here on the website. Well, I do want to go over the cube rank mode before we jump into the um, the cards. Yes. So there was a change to the number of cubes required. Net, of course. Um rank up and they've gone from 10 to 7 meaning so like if you go from 70 to 71 now you just eat the seven cubes to go to the next level and that um that works out i think in the sense that eight cubes is the most you can win per game 
Yeah. So if you win an eight cuber, you'll get the full rank. Right. Versus in the old system, you would be seventy one or seventy point eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you wouldn't um. Be at the next level, even though you got a pretty big victory. Yeah. But the other side of it is that it's not an even or round or easily divisible number. So us living in Canada, like 10 is nice because it's basically <laughs> like the metric system. Right. Decimals, all that. I don't know why. They maybe could have gone to 8 Yeah. instead of 7. But yes. I also, there's, I have a theory or my, another reason I think why they did this is because they, when you, the more you convolute currency conversions between like, in this case, the cube is a currency and it ties to a progression system on a ladder and you convolute it by giving it a weird number to yeah. think about it. it. It adds a layer of like extra confusion or thought process to the players. Okay. Which then is supposed to lead to them spending more time and money in your game without them actually knowing how much time and money they're spending before they can realize it. I get the time thing. I don't really get the money thing, though. Or time and or money. It's just resources. So they yeah. they need to maximize those two things, your eyes on the screen and money from your wallet, for them to succeed. Yeah. I, I mean, at 7 cubes, so let's say you're at like uh, 70.6 now, right? So when you, if you hit that big 8 cube win, you actually move up like two levels. Um. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, so you can move up but, to two but, levels. But seventy point six isn't correct mathematically. It's no, seven, that, <laughs> it's seventy point nine on a decimal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is like some weird. That's a, yeah, there you go. It's seventy six seventy, and then fractional <laughs> six over seven. That's the thing. They by doing it like this number. Yeah. This is exactly the reason what I'm talking like. So slick. So if you're at six. 70, how, how do I even say this? 70, 70 slash 7. and 6 sevenths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can move up two ranks. So the other side of it is when you lose that big snap game, you go down a lot. Like I've gone down two levels before. And that's like a little shocking. Um, but overall, like it's easier to hit like those milestones. And okay, so they did change that as well. So when now before when you hit the next milestone, you would go up five ranks. So for instance, if you were at rank thirty, you would go right to thirty-five. Now they change it to rank thirty-three. So you only go up three ranks uh, after you hit those milestones. But it is easier to hit those milestones. Yeah. So on a, so fifty instead of fifty bonus cubes, you get thirty bonus cubes. Right. But because you only need seven cubes per level instead of ten. Right. Overall, net basis, you just you have to, you need to win less games and yeah. need less cubes, which means less time, which means more accessible to everyone, more people to get infinite. Yeah. So that overall is a, is a good thing. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a little jarring when you see yourself going down two levels, but you can like gain that back. Just as fast, I guess. Um. Yeah, for someone... I think that's why... That was part of the reason I was able to do... I did half of my... So if I, I started... Sorry, for my infinite climb, I started at 
70, like okay. everyone that, and then I was able to get to 85, like 80 plus, and then bonus five. Right. And then I basically hovered around 85 for two weeks until the patch hit. <laughs> but because of the patch hit, like my, the 85 to 100. Yes. On the old patch, I would have needed 150 cubes. Right. So 50, I would have got for free from the bonus, but so I would have had to earn myself 100 cubes. Um, oh no, that's sorry. That was by assuming I was starting at 80. So let's call it. Um, I would have to win 50. No, I would have needed 100 cubes. Sorry, because I would have got bonus. No, oh, that is sorry. I'm like talking. Trying to do this math while I'm tired. What I had. So what I'm because I started at. Or I had 85 um, starting point, and I under the new system, I only needed to get seven times. Um, Ten times five. I'm going to revisit this. Okay. I'm not... Um, I had a friend who was at 98 before the patch hit, and then... Okay. Yeah, so then the patch hit, they only needed, like, just 14 more cubes to rank up to infinite, and they got it. There you go. So... That was the point I was trying to make, yeah. but, like, I couldn't do the math for my example. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he started playing Snap after me, so, like, he's been rubbing it in my face, and he got to infinite, and I'm still stuck in 70. Oh, he, okay, so that's, I would be interested to hear his perspective as a new player. Yeah. On these changes and also like, um, wondering how his, uh, what kind of decks or meta he's facing on his, at his progression or what's it called at his, um, collection level. Yeah. I'm, cause like for me, I'm having a lot of difficulty with, uh, rocks and hawks. And Enchantress. Those are my two problems right now. So, but I think I just need to spend like a good hot location day and just like rank it up. Yeah. So, I believe those are pre announced, although I don't know exactly where to go find what those are. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, I feel like with all the meta changes, this season has been a lot of like there's no dominant meta, right? Like people have been playing a lot. It's I mean, it's good for the overall health of the game. But like me who is more of like a trolley player who likes to play counter decks, it's a little more difficult to figure out what to play, I guess. But it makes for a healthy meta, I find. So, that's a good change. Because before, right, before it's just like, Shuri, let's go, Dustmaster. Shuri, let's Yeah, go, like that master. sucked. I agree. <laughs> that was really brutal to play against. I never I never liked playing that deck. I found it was boring too, yeah. even though it was a good, a good deck. Um, yeah, so now you have okay. like a whole bunch of different archetypes that work pretty well. And then, of course, the good old Galactus deck, which you see so often now, it's like almost Telegraph, right? You know. Yeah, I was seeing on some of the other streamers, like, Galactus apparently is the top deck uh, in the meta. 
and but I didn't see a lot in my recent games. Okay. Um, I saw a lot of Kitty Pride. Right. Obviously, because we talked about why that was. Yes. Um. I've seen the rocks. I've seen the Shanna Zoo deck. Okay. Um, Zoo is something the, I haven't seen for a while. It's the same idea. It's just like on the last turn, you want to play a whole bunch of cards onto the board and have them buffed up by Kazar and Onslaught and things like that. Yeah. But other than like Galactus, it's a pretty healthy mix. And even Galactus is... I don't mind playing Galactus X now because you can sort of know like, oh, Galactus goes here, Galactus goes there. So you just, you know, play it out that way. Or just leave well, if you don't have the cards. Right? There's this other deck that it's a destroyer deck that plays or makes it look like it's a Galactus deck. Okay. That one is really tricky. Or And then they end up like sometimes doing uh, Destroyer Taskmaster or like Venom, Nimrod, Carnage Taskmaster... Yeah. But it all starts out the same with like Yondu and then Wolverine and maybe Electro on stacked on one side. Yeah, so one of the combos I see mostly now is Wave and then Dr. Octopus and then Shang-Chi to blow up whatever cards that Dr. Octopus pulls in there and then play Null or Galactus on the other lane. Oh, so they don't even play Galactus? Sometimes. Depends on what the situation is, right? If they can blow up a lot of cards with Doc Ogg, you just play Null. Right? Null's huge at that point. So I don't think I've come across that one. The, I get that I all thought, the time. I thought you were going to say Wave Galactus Spider-Man. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. No, that's old. That's tired. That's, only, <laughs> that's, a, that's a one cube game, right? You know? Uh, even that I've won before because I... I knew what was coming, so I played Invisible Woman and like Dracula in there. Mm -hmm. um, so I couldn't play any cards, but then I knew Dracula would cut one of my big cards, so I just left it as is, and I won. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, for the most part, if you get Spider-Man, like, okay, here, take a cube. Enjoy. You know, and just move on. But yeah, I think, I think what they've been doing with the OTA changes and the balance updates... Uh, has been good for the meta overall. Yeah, so with um, the patch this week, we're not we're not going to get an OTA, mm -hmm. uh, but instead we got we got Kitty Pride, and we're also having a new a new crystal. Yes. So crystal still going to be a four four, but a new on reveal, which is now each player draws a card. Yes. So before it was you had to play crystal in the middle. And she would shuffle your entire hand back into your deck and draw three cards. So what is arguably the most useless card um, has now become a more interesting card. Yeah, there's a there was a card in Hearthstone like this that had like each player draws a card. Yeah. But in Hearthstone the decks are thirty. Okay. Not twelve. And in the commentary here, the developer notes they acknowledge that they don't want this card draw effect to be too strong. Yes. Because the decks are very small relatively to Hearthstone. And you'll get this situation where you... The term of Hearthstone was called milling your deck. Basically getting to draw and cycle through all of them. Because if you 
have all your cards and you can do your combo and yeah then win the game um yeah but i was i was sort of playing around with crystal initially with wong oh, okay so draw two cards yeah like i didn't care that if the other person got their card i just wanted to have my combo yeah and my so i was doing um my combo with my idea with wave was that i wanted to play wave on turn five and have a way on turn six that i can play two cards but they can only play one card okay so the way i was trying to do that or did it but it's not a, it's like very low it's not not consistent type plays you do wong has to be on the board say wong turn four okay and then turn five you play psylocke into wong okay and then you play wave you can play wave into wong or you just play wave somewhere else Okay. And but doing that gives you eight power, eight mana on the last turn because of Psylocke getting two from Wong. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then Wave makes everything four. Hmm. So now you can play two, any two of your cards at four cost each, and oh. they can only only play one card. Sounds like a very high roll situation. Yeah, I it worked. <laughs> what I mean when it did work, it worked awesome. It's like, but in order to like, so in order to make sure I got all my cards, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try crystal. I'm gonna, I need to have these three cards to have the combo. So I, but sometimes I didn't. Um, what was it? So I had like, I would have Zabu Wong on three sometimes. <laughs> okay. I didn't, I didn't have my cards. I throw crystal into the Wong lane. Okay. And okay. then I can draw more cards, and then hopefully, like, I get enough pieces. That's a lot of if, and, or nots. Yeah, it didn't work out that often, and it was just more consistent to do the other broken thing, which I will, I guess, jump to, because now it's Wave's turn. Okay. Unless if you have anything else about uh, Crystal. I think th this, this effect, people might play her a little more... It might peak because it's the new thing, and then it'll just like die down and settle, and people will realize it's not that good or worth it because she's still at the end of the day, it's just a four four. Yeah, it it's okay. It's not. It's way better than her old ability, which before was yeah, completely useless. Um, so I I don't think it's like a huge game changer. It just makes her at least somewhat viable to draw cards. Yeah. yeah. Um, she would be good for like double dinosaur. Yes. Right, to draw cards, cards into your hands. hands. Yeah. And there she go. is good to be anti Darkhawk. So like Oh, you Dark... cracked the meta, the Darkhawk counter is yeah, crystal. So Darkhawk powers up based on the amount of cards in your deck. So Crystal is a way of pulling out a card from your deck to lessen Darkhawk's power. By two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you play her on Wong, then Darkhawk loses four. Yeah, good call. So these are the advanced tactics that you come here for on the Snap Foo Pod, everyone. Yeah, if you really want to reduce, no. um, how would you? Yeah, really I didn't think about that? that one. Yeah, so you could play Crystal, and then you can play Jubilee, who also pulls a card from your deck. Jubilee also like powers down uh, Darkhawk. But yeah, that's another use for, her, I guess. Yeah, at the end of the day, though, like their message, second dinner, that is, for Crystal, is that don't expect the card draw mechanic to be overly like available to, for abuse because yeah. they're keeping uh, keeping an eye on on the conditions that those these kind of cards can exist and be played in
Yeah. And the other, I guess, thing you can do is turn five. You can see the last card of Howard the Duck, right? And if you don't like that card, you can play Crystal and see if you can pull something else. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, there are ways to use her, but I don't think it's overly broken. Yeah, I think, well, in you that case that you just said, uh, you, like Jubilee and Iron Lad would be better. Yeah. To do that same thing, because you can actually um, play them. Yeah, you can copy the last ability of the yeah. cards in your deck. So. Okay, let's get to the card that I've already talked about. That card is Wave. Right. So Wave is still a 3-3. Three, three. But, and the on reveal has the wording changed to now read all cards cost four until the end of the next turn. And the developer comment here was the um, clarifying like the, the effect as it was intended when they uh, originally designed her as well as considering future um, design situations. In that she was wave was always meant to be having everything cost four and not meant to be well okay she if it's except when it's she hulk and death and stature and 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 hmm. so now they just apply her effect last is yep. the and it doesn't care about whatever discounts were given to you and how you got them is the number that you need to care about. Yeah. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, busted. This is it. <laughs> this wins. It doesn't matter, like, for all those things I just said. Like, Wave will always make, make everything for. Yeah. So, so it, it plays like a Sandman now, if especially on turn five. But it's costing only three instead of five. So, like, what, right? Five, three, or three, three? Um, is better, and... Yeah, and like it severely like cripples those uh like those hit monkey decks, those Sarah decks who want to play all the big cards at the end, or not yeah. all the big cards, all the cards at the end. Um, so yeah, that's a good tactic. So one counter I did come across that someone did to me in Infinite was they uh, decks that were playing Magic on turn five. Yeah. So I play Wave, they play Magic. Oh, okay. So now I've I've wasted my wave now. <laughs> that was a turn and seven. Then, and then they on turn seven do their big thing. Right. Okay. So that would be like, it's good that it doesn't stop. I mean, like I know I'm saying like, all the time it stops everything, but there are count. That's the counter magic. Turn five magic will beat turn five wave unless if I know you're playing magic and then I can bait you. <laughs> okay. But then that that's that whole like mind game. That's <laughs> yeah. The rock paper scissors. Like, do you have it or you don't have it? Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. You think he's better than Sandman, or Waves better than Sandman? A hundred percent. Like, if you had to choose between the two of them on turn five, yeah, you should always play Wave because what I was doing was I was playing Wave plus two other one cost cards because I knew that I wasn't going to get to play them on turn six. I see. But with Sandman, you can't do that. You just play one card. And that's right. It. 
Okay. Yeah, so that that's an interesting uh tactic. I didn't really think about. Yeah, so the deck that I did the infinite with, I had Miles in it. Okay. So I would always on turn 4, I would always move a card, whether so I was moving I had Nightcrawler, I had Jeff Baby Shark, and I had Polaris in my deck. So one of those three cards I would do the movement shuffle with. And that would make Miles one cost on turn five. So I could play Miles, Wave, and like Howard Duck or what, whatever other like one cost that I had. Yeah. And then that plus the Milano. Uh, so it was good. It was good to have movement because of the Milano. Yeah. And he plus just... it was good to have movement for my this little scammy thing I was doing. <laughs> so you just lock everybody out. Yeah, so it was like the perfect combination of all these things. Uh, okay. Well, M- Milano not appearing so much now is probably move. move I don't probably won't be as strong. But, right. Um. Yeah, that's that was the, the thinking that I had, and then my last turn sometimes it was just America Chavez, or sometimes it was just Magneto. Oh. But it was enough because I knew again I was playing, and then the best they could play was. Kitty Pride. That's it. The game's <laughs> over. Yeah, I I love Magneto. I think he's like one of the better. Magneto's so good against though those decks too because they have like Bishop. You can basically move the Bishop, which is usually their biggest card by that point. Yep. And you can move them anywhere. Move them anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. And then there's like yeah. locations like Fist Tower, where when you move cards here, they get destroyed. And yep. then I played this one game where. They had played um, Moon Girl and got two Darkhawks. So they played Darkhawk in one location, another Darkhawk in another location on turn five. <laughs> he just moved Not only that, the third location was was uh, Bar of No Name. So lowest cost card wins, right? The lowest power wins. So I calculated, yep. like, if I move all the Darkhawks here against my Magneto... I would actually win that location. That's what I did. So their dark hawks, their two dark hawks was more had more power than my twelve power magneto. So I was able to win that location. And it's like he's just good for like messing you up at the end, right? It's like okay, I have yeah, this location locked down. It's fine. Super. It's good. <laughs> and then everything just moves around. Sometimes he messes me up though. But no, I would agree. It's a good card. Yeah. A good surprise. Underrated, I would say. The so the other card that's affected by this that they changed was death, and death is still uh, going from a nine twelve down to an eight twelve, but still having the cost one less for each card destroyed. So now that death won't be uh, interacting with wave anymore. Sorry, that's not the right thing to say. Death's cost reduction will not take place after Wave's cost is applied. Right. Meaning, fine, if you Wave, you can still play Death for four. Yes. But you cannot play Death for zero anymore with Wave. Right. So it's the only, quote-unquote, real way to play Death for zero is now by destroying eight cards. Yeah. So they're trying to, like, lower that number a little bit, the 9 from 8, to help make that a plausible thing. 
Yeah, because people used to play like Death Wave, right? And like cheat out two cards at the end. Right. So in the old way, yeah, if once you destroy two cards. Uh, no, sorry, not. You, you still need to destroy four, but destroy two let you play. Um, wait, was it two? Because it was four and they cost one less. Why can't I remember this? It's if you if you destroy any cards, it's just it costs one less for each card destroying your game. So if you play wave, instead of a four cost it becomes a three cost if you destroyed one, right? And then a two cost if you destroy two. And then a one cost if you destroy three. Sorry, yeah, and then the other card that you play is four. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I just got a brain fart there. Yeah, so then you play arrow with the, the busted arrow with the wave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with the death, and then you can't win. You just all the cards get moved around. Yeah, and you just play death on your on the other side. Um, but yeah, this this makes her more legit, I guess, because you have to destroy the eight cards to get her out at zero cost, um, which is still good for Galactus. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good change. I mean, I mean, they did say like they'll monitor her progress and they make make more changes if no one's playing death anymore. But I still see death all the time, right? And destroy death. I yeah, I'm trying to think. I haven't seen her after the patch a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of I've seen like a lot of like Deathlock, Venom, uh, Carnage. Yeah, then, it's that, that with Nimrod. Yeah, and then death. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think these are good changes. I think it helps bust up one of the broken combos in the game, but doesn't completely kill the cards. It is. I mean, it did was kind of ridiculous to me before that some cards interacted got to keep their discount when Wave was played, and other cards didn't. Yeah. So, like, you know, for example, because uh, you play discard, like, Swarm. Yep. Swarm never got to keep its discount when it got when Wave got played. Right. Because right? it's not like... The text didn't read, like, it would cost one less if you do this, right? It's just they are zero-cost cards, which become four-cost cards. Um, yeah, but, Glenn made an explanation to similar effect. Yeah, basically any But card, it was confusing. It did, like, yeah, it is confusing. Like, why is it, like, so Stature can keep it, but Swarm can't? Yeah, basically any card text that said like, uh, if so and so happens, reduce cost by X amount, then it would apply for wave, but not anymore. So. Yeah, I had these um, decks ready for high evolutionary to take advantage of unspent mana. Yeah. Specifically, like Hulk and She-Hulk. And then I'm like, okay, then I'm going to put Wave in here. And I'm going to do all this, like, skate, like skip. Or, like, either turn uh, four, play something, five, skip, and then do a big thing. Or just Wave on five. and then... But now that Wave option is gone. Yeah. And you have to skip five. But if they play Wave, then you're basically... That's it. I wonder if High Evo, you can just play Sunspot do nothing, play Electro, do nothing, do nothing, do nothing, do nothing, and then play Hulk. 
But that's just in one lane. You have like a 24 power Hulk. But and then you have what is it? And then you have Sunspot on the other side. Right? That's what the difference. I mean, yeah, that could. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> as long as you don't have Killmonger or something, you just wait, wait. Sunspot gets powered up, and then you drop like an overpowered Hulk. See what happens. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's try to get through the rest of these notes. There, okay, well, let's see. Bug fixes, maybe we won't talk about those. Yeah, and they added Known issues some, list. Like, um, yeah. Lots of known issues that they've acknowledged. Wow. Okay, we're not going to dive too much into those. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the, um, the patch change. Oh, and then we had the... There was a bonus... Uh, change if you would and that came in the form of the discord that it got announced yep with how the card acquisition um is going to change yes we we talked about um well no we well me and you before we started recording talked about this but there was going to be flexibility around series release so some will instead of all the cards being series five yes some might just get straight to series four. Yeah. And they're they're gonna start doing that with two cards in June. That makes sense. So we will preview those June cards on one of our future episodes here. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll try to take a guess yeah, what that is. Are. But it's better. Like that's that's basically what like Snowguard should have been. <laughs> Snowguard should just be series three. Stagron maybe well, Stagron seems okay. I don't know after watching a few more videos. Um uh, I don't know. No. Okay. No. Well, Snowguard for sure, and Shadow King and Dazzler and those. He's like <laughs> clown cards. Yeah, I I mean I think that's good. I th- I don't think every card should start off at six thousand tokens because some cards yeah. are just not worth that much. Yeah, I mean I get why they did that at the beginning because it was just easy to implement and to just roll out that way to be all the same but now after all the feedback and complaining and recognizing that not every card's the same yeah um goodness then um yeah they have to change something yeah. and then with that too like the series drop change flexible series drop we talked about this with dark hawk like and no not everything's gonna go this five four three route some might stay always at four some might always stay at five. We know that with the big bads. Yeah. And then other times, these uh, theoretically, maybe we'll do a five drop to a three just because we want people to experiment with that card. Yeah. So there's not going to be... Um, it's going to be a card-by-card basis and not some blanket rule statement that will just apply globally. Yeah. I, I kind of like that because I... I like knowing that I spent 3,000 tokens and it was worth it for me and then it would feel bad like next month all he's only he's free everybody gets them for free right um so I mean if they let us know like beforehand like hey you should buy null he's gonna stay series 3 for like our series 4 indefinitely yeah um you know so then I won't be like I won't have like purchase paralysis like should I buy this should I not is he gonna drop is he gonna get a discount but uh, I get why it would be annoying for some people who like are waiting for that free card and all of a sudden they don't drop. Um, yes, but... yeah, like I'm seeing in the in the Discord notes, 
it wasn't so staying in series four it's not just dark hawk and no it's going to be shanna stature yeah. zabu and modok as well yes so those cards if you're waiting you you'll be waiting for a long time <laughs> yeah for series three so if you want to have uh to play those cards, you'll have to pay, or hopefully, if you're lucky, open it in a chest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's two sides of the coin, right? Like, yes, you don't get those cards for free anymore, or open them on the chest, but you feel more comfortable paying the three thousand tokens for them. So, yeah. Um, but in addition to that. They said they're going to have a Series 3 card acquisition change. So right now you can just choose a free card. Um, in addition to that, they're going to add a Series 3 mystery card. So if you're not Series 3 complete, you can also buy a mystery card for 1,000 tokens of a Series 3 card you don't have. So, oh, yeah. wait. So is the other one going away then? No, you'll still get the free one. Okay, you still get the pick and choose. Okay, right. and then for a thousand. Yeah, if you want to roll the dice and get a mystery oh. series three card, you can pay a thousand tokens. Uh, oh, what? So it's the same to pick the one that you know what you're gonna get. Yep. Versus the dice roll. Yeah. The loot box. Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, like, if you play enough, you'll get all the series three cards anyways. I guess this is better for new players who are missing a lot of series three cards. Yeah, it's it's another way for them to catch up on being series three complete. Yeah. So that's not a bad thing. But also it's like the the random loot box odds like who like could get <laughs> what's it called? Death or you get ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. I mean my advice would just be because like I started out with like no cards and I'm series three complete and all I do is just open chest, open chest, open chest. I know it gets harder as more cards drop down, but my advice is save the thousand tokens for the big bads and just keep going opening those chests, do the dice roll that way. Save your collector tokens. Yeah, or just get your free card every month. Yeah. Wait, so wait, is the card is the free card still there? Yeah, free card the free okay. card is still there and then if you sorry, want Sorry, so sorry, so it's not if you can you can get a card for free that you know what is going to be. No. Versus pay 1000 for the mystery box. Sorry, no, that's, I had it the wrong way. No, you get the free card, right? Of whatever it is, you know, it still cycles through. So like say you're waiting for that card, you pick it up, it's free. But then you're done for the month, right? Uh, now you can buy a random Series 3 card for 1,000 tokens whenever you have enough tokens. So you can yeah, just yeah, keep yeah. buying those, keep buying those, keep buying those if you want to. Right. So if you have 6,000 tokens, you can get 6 Series 3 cards randomly. If you want to do it that way. Yeah. I think I agree with what you said, though. Just rely on the chests to get those. Yeah. I mean, they're random anyways, odds. right? <laughs> Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So And then save your tokens for series four, series five. Yeah, Galactus, Thanos, and now High Evolutionary. That would be my advice anyways. Um and then the other thing they mentioned was more ways to earn tokens. And that is in the form of weekend missions. 
So the text reads, Weekend missions offer more goals and rewards for players beyond the current daily missions and weekly missions. With the initial release of this feature, each weekend will have three weekend missions. Mission 1, win games to earn credits. Easy enough. Mission 2, win games with season pass card to earn gold. And mission three is win games with newly released cards to earn tokens. So what do you think of these weekend missions? When we were initially talking about it, I was very much for having something extra on the weekend because I, like most players, we finish all our missions by Friday. Right. Then I'm waiting i'm not i'm saving them till the sun the monday rollover i'm not really i'm being picky and choosy on which ones i want to complete yes. or, or re redeem their reward for right uh but now that there's extra something to play for i would i'll gladly take it okay but since the what you play for like the e award that you earn is subject or a function of how much money quote unquote you or resources you've you've put in the game yes and that that has a reinforcement loop so like if you for the person that spent 6k tokens on the new card that week yes and is using that card gets to earn back more tokens yes. that feedback that loop separate Versus the free-to-play player that is just doing the weekend mission, getting the credit. Right. Now you're creating a bigger divide between players that are free-to-play yeah. versus players that have tokens. And I don't think that's a good thing on the long run. Yeah. Because it just, over time, the the, sec, the separation, the distance between for the free-to-play player to catch up, if you would, to the collection, card collection of uh, a played player token player yeah makes it it's harder and harder and then they'll have to like do another adjustment or tweak to fix or deal with that so that's not a good not the best approach yeah. but as someone that buys cards once in a while i'll <laughs> i'll take tokens anywhere <laughs> they give me tokens like i'll i need tokens so this is fine for that too yeah i find this is like a misstep for second dinner Cause like I've always said, like yeah, they have these bundles for like a hundred some odd dollars, but you don't need to buy them, right? You don't have to have every card to win, which is true. But with these missions, it's like win games with season pass card to earn gold. Not everybody buys a season pass, right? So they're already locked out of that. They're all locked out of the extras in the season pass, and now they're locked out of this mission. And then win games with newly released cards. That means you have to buy a six thousand token card every week if you want to participate right that's right and, and it's only that weekend yeah it's not like if you're busy that weekend you can do it the following weekend yeah like then you then you have to buy the next card <laughs> yeah so like like the advice i gave before was like save up your tokens buy the cards you want but these weekend missions like well now i'm missing out on these weekend missions that all the whales have because they buy every card that's true. Even yeah, so somebody a content creator that literally buys every card every week right. doesn't versus someone that just buys a new card once in a while. Like that gap, that's gonna be a, a yeah. gap divide now. 
And now they get even more tokens, right? That hardly seems fair, to quote Scarlet Witch. Um, and this seems a little anti-consumer. I, I mean, weekend missions are fine. I think they could be fun. But they should be accessible for every person, right? Because it's no fun if your only mission is win games, earn credits, and you can't get the other ones. It should be like win games, earn credits, win games by having Cyclops in your deck, or you know, win games with a deck consisting of all the Avengers, yada, yada, yada. I think that would be fun. But like forcing people to spend 6,000 tokens just so they can get more tokens... Doesn't seem right yeah. for like a freedom win, play win twenty five games with Snowguard. Yeah, your, that would be a good mission, deck. right? You know, or like, yeah, that Star Lord mission's gonna be on my. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna wait till the end of the month to like deal with that. Yeah, so am I. But like, the, like that would be a fun <laughs> weekend mission, right? Like this weekend, use you know a card that everybody has, right? Yeah, um, you know, would be fun. Or, like, a mission would be, like, win with the lowest amount of power possible or something like that. That would be some cool weekend missions. But, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. You have to use. You might as well make it, like, you know, earn tokens by spending tokens. You know? It's the same <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> if you, hey, get 3,000 tokens by spending 6,000 tokens or something silly like that. It's a silly. Well, what if, it, I don't expect it to be a very big number, but what if they end up, uh, making the weekend mission token, like you said, it's like some sort of like way to discount the purchase. So instead of 6k, it's like if you finish your missions fine, then you can get it for like 4k maybe, or 5k. Does that help or make it better? Not or, no, not really because you're still minus 2,000 tokens. Yeah, you and... still have to spend the money to get those tokens up front. Yeah. Like you're not gonna. It's yeah. So I yeah yeah you're not gonna come out of it with a free card yeah. like six k earned back over the week. That's definitely they're not gonna uh, ratio it in that way because then everybody will just do it. That yeah, defeats the purpose. Unless it's like six k for six k. Like if you finish these missions, you get six thousand tokens. Sure, that's no, they fair. Right? Not gonna... They're not going to right? Yeah, they so... can't. Like... <laughs> so yeah, I mean, or can they? I don't know. If they if they do they, that, or maybe they do that one weekend. And then people start thinking, all right, 6K every week. And then yeah. they rug pull us again. <laughs> and they say, oh, sorry, guys. Uh, but, uh, okay, no more of that. Like, yeah, we'll you only get 1,000 tokens now. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, like everyone's staying season series four, and we're, these ones are going to we'll go back to 1K <laughs> weekend missions. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. So I think it's a misstep. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. If it if it's anything less than six K for six K, I don't like it. Right? So Well, here's the thing. How about instead of buying the May cards? Yes. Save your money to buy the June cards for the June weekend missions and at least get <laughs> some money back that way. Uh, and then buy the May cards later in June with this newer newly earned tokens. Yeah, if they give you that much, right? It's probably gonna be like I don't know, a thousand At tokens. The, downside of having to wait like two to four weeks to play um why well, not high evolutionary i think we're both sold on we're gonna buy yeah i now and then i said living tribunal i buy right away but maybe because of this news and i have all these other cards already yeah i can pass pass on living tribunal and like um yeah take it easy 
Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I do buy a lot of um, the new cards just because I save the tokens. But, like, as a free-to-play player, right, who's just starting out, and then all of a sudden you get this mission, it doesn't seem very fun, you know? Yes, very good point. Yeah. So... We'll have to wait and see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they give you eight thousand tokens for <laughs> <laughs> you can start. You can. Oh my god! You then can I'll start do a it. bank of tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll hundred percent do the missions. Um, but as it stands right now, yeah, not cool. All right. Let's see how it works out in June. Yep. Uh, stay here. Tune into the pod. We'll have you covered. Our thoughts. Any changes? But. If you've made it to this point, we want to say thanks again for listening. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing while you're listening, thanks again for taking the time to making us part of your day. And make sure to tune in and again next week at the same, same snap, snap time, time, same snap, snap channel. channel. Stay safe and snap foo. Thanks, guys. Oh, 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 oh,